What up? And welcome to That Happens, the number one YouTube poop complimentary site for all your YouTube poop compliments. How are you doing, Jeff? I'm your host, Spencer, and I'm here with Jeff. I'm doing okay, Spencer. How are you doing, my main man? I'm doing so good, and I got a list. I got a list of the top 20 YouTube poops that we can come up some sweet, sweet compliments to, and maybe some condiments. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I have no idea what you're talking about, but I'm, I'm, I'm certainly on board for whatever you are laying down right now. You ever watch a YouTube poop, Jeff? A YouTube poop? Yes. This is where people poop on YouTube? <laughs> you would think, you would think. But no, uh, YouTube poop is a certain kind of terrible YouTube video where they kind of use really shitty audio editing and really jarring cuts to like kind of just create a horrible experience um, that no one enjoys. Um, so, but, but so it, just, it does not involve actual, actual poop. No, it's like uh, watch Gary Oak from Pokemon uh, stunt on his his enemies, and then it's like, hey, I'm Gary. Oh, hey, Pokemon's, and it's just like kind of nonsense, you know. Well, I'm I'm sold. You've you've certainly <laughs> sold this. You, this sounds like a fantastic premise, and right up right up my alley. Yeah, I know how much you love YouTube's and the minutia of kind of like alt YouTube, um, and I and I'm and you know you love alt right YouTube, baby. What are you sipping on? I had a little Fernet Branca, as is my wont, and I'm having a um, <laughs> I'm having a, a a light and crisp Kolsch style ale mm-hmm. called KSA Fort Point Beer Company. Wow! I go up to the uh, uh, Silver Lake Wine Company. It's a little liquor store up the up the road. And they don't just give you a six pack of the beer that you want. If you you tell them what kind of beer that you want, and they give you a, a little poo poo platter uh, in the style of beers that you want. So you, I, I, they've just been hitting me to some <laughs> to some various light lagers and crisp kind of summertime colshy goodness. Depending on context, that could be really passive aggressive. It's like, oh, I'll take a Heineken, and it's like, here's six things that aren't a Heineken, and it's like, uh, okay, weird. Yeah, but they're but they're all cute hipsters that work there. So there's usually some kind of cute gal of of of, of you know vague sexual identity and uh, you know m- maybe some pigtails and uh, definitely some uh, some distressed blue jeans. And mm-hmm. I, I have a hard time saying no to them because uh, I I trust their their taste uh, implicitly. Uh, I'm sure they got good taste. Speaking of taste, Spencer, I, I'm, I've tweeted it out today, and uh, I've got some important that happens news. Should we put this in part of our news segments, or, or, is, or should we? Well, maybe we have a, a separate segment. That's okay. like a, well, this, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll put this in a different segment called uh, What's Happening? <laughs> and on That's Happening. Uh, so as, uh, as long-time listeners, because uh, this, this is our 78th episode, I believe. Uh, right. As long-time listeners of the, of the pod will know, Spencer has fallen in love and forced me to be involved with Mountain Dew, Major Melon, and I. Ooh, I'm gonna take a sip of this raw Spencer. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna okay. raw dog it for a moment here. And I'll do it do you, too. Do you have your your Major Melon, Kevin? Have you got yours? Yeah, up? yeah, Kevin. Do you go? Kevin Day, our producer uh, with the most. Uh, do, yes, I do. So, do. Have we all cracked open a fresh Mountain Dew Major Melon? Okay, let's take a sip of this and let's weigh in. Mm-hmm. Oh God. It's extraordinarily sweet. Oh God, that's extraordinarily sweet. Yes, I I have type seven diabetes now. 
uh, just from mm-hmm. that one taste. It's very sweet. Yeah. If, if anybody thinks that we're doing this for a promotional value and we're getting kickbacks from the good people at Mountain Dew, the answer is no. Uh, Although this, I would love it. We should reach would. out. Yes, you would because you, you, you live on the fucking razor's edge of diabetes and just <laughs> like liver failure, whatever you get when you drink this stuff. I think I, I'm I don't, I, I don't totally understand the artwork. There is a melon who is wearing, as we discussed before, a World War II-esque military helmet. Yeah, but we didn't of- really... You didn't talk about, like, the angry melon plant that has, like, a, a spiked teeth and, like, this wacky tongue on the other side? Yeah, there's... Uh, it looks like Audrey too from uh, Little Shop of Horrors. It's, <laughs> it's, it's kind of a... Uh, kind of a Venus tri-flaps... Uh, tri-flap? <laughs> <laughs> fly trap or try flap uh try I the like flaps. Tri-flap. Yeah. yeah stay for the fly tri- trap but stay for the fly trap or try flap uh yeah I, I, the artwork is confusing it's for, it's it's nasty so i i i'd be uh i enlisted the help of a, of a bartender cocktail friend of mine to come up with a, a cocktail and he suggested that we, we do it with a little wild turkey 101 because you want strong booze to uh to knock down the sweetness of it Sure. I have here, which is roughly four or so ounces of lemon juice, fresh lemon, which will uh, the citrus will also cut down on the sweetness. And then, of course, from the good people of Angostura House, Angostura Bitters, and put a little float on top of that to make it pretty and uh, give it a little a little uh, extra kind of a flavor profile. Kevin, so what's we've already talked with, before. What's the deal with bitters? Because, like, isn't alcohol already pretty bitter? I don't really know. I, I, I'm not surely sure. Sh- certain what the the history of bitters is i think what it is is probably going back to the days of bathtub gin and prohibition where you wanted something to to kind of uh make things not taste awful i don't know uh angostura <laughs> probably the most famous of the bitters houses um but so for people trying at home what are the ratios what are the proportions that you're going for here let me pull that up uh what did van tell me uh f- he said 0.5 ounce fresh lemon. That's a lot of lemon. Uh, two ounces wild turkey 101. You want the strong stuff. Uh, that's that's the 101 proof. Three ounces major melon. I think I put a little bit more major melon in because that's a lot of citrus, so a, a little more sweetness. And then um, maybe about five dashes of Angostura on top as a float to make it look pretty for the presentation. And then a lemon wedge uh, garnish on the side. And then when you pop your, your, sw- your straw, your swizzle in there, you get the bitters mixed uh, up in it. Have you tried it yet, uh, Kevin? Or Kevin's, Kevin's just fucked up? Well, Kevin's here. He just has gained the ability to become invisible. And it looks like okay. he's shutting Grab that off now. Pleaser. Okay, so um, wow. I, I, I don't have my measuring jiggers out, uh, so I, I'm just going to eyeball it. Um, I'm just going to go freestyle. Oh. Mm. He's free pouring, po- folks. That's oh, he corn. just took a shot. That's good. No, I got the plastic on okay. it, so here we go. I'm just eyeballing That's this, cool. too. I'm, I'm doing lemon juice here. <laughs> good booze! Oh, no. Okay, so let's just uh, let's just do a little... And I don't have all this accoutrement, but I do have Earthshine from Harmontown. You actually have some of Jane's Earthshine still? Yeah, we know. Like, this is as 2014. So do you remember 2014 okay, <laughs> when we got Earthshine? Was I in town? I still have mine. Okay, there's a bit of lemon. We're going to freestyle this, everybody. And I, I hope that if uh, that you've been alerted at home and that you are making this along with us. Uh, 
And if you're not, uh, ha have a, a beverage of your choosing, because uh, I do believe that podcasting is better with compotation. Uh, look it up. Okay, so now we have lemon and whiskey in here. And now I'm going to go about nuclear sunset pink on that. Then, because it's a fizzy drink, you don't want to shake this, everybody, because you'll shake it too much and the fizzy will go crazy. Um, let the ice go into the glass, and that'll be the stir. It, it, the, the ice plopping into your beverage will be the stir on it. Give it a little... Oh, I messed up. I already had the ice in there. That's okay. There's, there's, there's oh, no wrong no. answers here, Kevin. Here, throw also, it out. Let's, we could start and Also, if, 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 we, if, we, if we all agree on, uh, on Reddit or wherever you people talk, to, uh, talk shit... Uh, that this is terrible. <laughs> we're, we're, we'll go back to the drawing room. So now I'm going to go bing, 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 bing. Now I'm going to give it a fucking a good, healthy... Bitter it up. Several splashes like, of that. I did like eight... to do ten drops. Yeah. I think that seems about right. And then... I got my straw. I don't have a straw. I've okay. got a knife. It looks, it, 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 looks like a, it looks like a tiki cocktail already. I'm very happy about that. Kevin's turning with like Yeah, well, I don't, know, I don't have a, a straw, knife? so I'm, I'm using a knife here. All right. Oh. All good. I thought, that was a, I thought you broke out the Hitachi wand for that, and I was going to say, wow. Wow. The, the ladies know what I'm talking about. Okay, so here we are. Let's see what we got here. Gentlemen, don't drink with the straw. Use it, use it, use it to stir. You don't drink with mm. it. It's a little too sour. I'm going to go back. I never thought I'd say this, Spencer. <laughs> I'm, I'm throwing some more fucking major melon in that. Let's I, I feel this. the same way. I think it needs a little That's more. That's the good stuff. And yeah. I have had a pull off of my earth shine. Does alcohol go bad? Okay, there it we are. It tastes normal. I've got it. Okay, describe the flavor to us. It's almost kind of like, um, it's a tiki drink almost, because basically the, the major melon is pretty much just watermelon flavored punch. And so it's almost like a tiki drink. It's somewhere kind of like a zombie or a uh, maybe a mai tai without the mm. rum, but I got to tell you, I'm not mad at this one bit. Well, I guess we were just oh, yeah, discovering that I'm a genius and that everything I like is objectively good. So that's We've, good to know. I, I don't even think that needed proving, but it's certainly nice to have it reaffirmed. <laughs> um, I've named this drink because it's wild turkey and there's a turkey involved. And it's Mountain Dew. I've called it the Waddle I Do. Like a turkey waddle. Uh, it's called the Waddle I Do. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to drink more of this Waddle I Do. Should I have another? Uh, man, this, the you know, Earthshine is very strong. And I well, haven't see, drank in a while. See what happens, Spencer. Let's, let, while we're experimenting with, um, with compotations and, and cocktailier, uh, why don't you throw a little Earthshine into some of your... Um, why don't you marry the Earthshine with the uh, the major melon i guarantee oh, no. you i guarantee you that's where it's at because mountain dew by its very name means moonshine it's, it's a term for moonshine and you right. have earthshine which is moonshine from our good friend jane uh also spencer i've never seen you uh just drink hard booze before i thought i didn't i didn't really think of you as a hard hard drinking dude i don't drink much at all um and I'm sure over the course of this next hour or so, we're going to find out why. <laughs> Let's just say that it's a good thing we're socially distanced and not in the same place, or I would start punching people out. Totally. I'm going to throw a little bit more turkey in here. Hell yeah. A little, a, a little extra to 101 proof 
bourbon whiskey should help this get on its feet. All right. Okay. I think I'm going to die. I think this is going to kill me. Oh, that's it. Kevin, go a little spirit forward. Put a little more booze in there. Mm, you're not I'm gonna, sure that's a good idea. Okay. You're not going to regret it, Kevin. See, I'm not a drinker, what? so this is going to be a fun next few hours for me. Yeah, I'm also not Kevin, a drinker. Kevin, you survived COVID just barely. There's no way that this drink is going to put you over the edge. You're, you're a rough, <laughs> rough and ready this, motherfucker. This is probably more alcohol that I've had in the last six months combined in this glass right now. Okay, well, 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 you, well also yours is enormous. What, is it a pint glass? <laughs> it's a tall Collins glass, yeah. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. Yeah, okay. Well, I've, I was going to water it down a lot, but let's see. Okay, I've added some see. more. Get the knife. That's that's scary. It's like a kitchen knife. Yeah. No, it's that's, that's what all I had handy. Yeah, it's what it's what Michael Myers kills you with if you're Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> See, you can't I, kill I don't Jamie. like I don't like whiskey, and I wasn't a huge fan of the Major Melon. Together, they are better. I'll give you credit for that. It's somehow yes, better than the sum of its parts. If you, if you want to thank anybody or complain, uh, you can go to uh, on Instagram. It's my friend at Vantron V A N T R O N, and uh, he is the creator of the Waddle I Do. So. Uh, it's, it's it's on him now, and that's a hell of a name, uh, Vantron. Like I can't believe that wasn't taken. Yeah, it's a uh, and, and yeah, he's quite tall. He's a, he's a, he's a large gentleman. I'll, I'll post a photo of him making the drink uh, at another decommissioned bar where we really weren't supposed to be in there. And he was uh, he was quite thrilled that I brought in some uh, fucking major melon. I'll tell you what, there's no way I'm drinking major melon on its own. This stuff is just absolutely. Just oi, saccharine. It's good. The people love it? it. The people love Mountain Dew Major Melon. This is just some liberal West West Coast liberal bubble shit to not like Major Melon. You know, the working men. That's what they need to get through their shifts. You know, um, I don't know. Is this yeah. good podcasting? I mean, not to shit on everything. I, I'm glad oh, we no, did no, it. No, but no, just no. if you had to guess, this is terrible. Uh, the, the, <laughs> three three white guys making a drink. <laughs> That's not a good podcast. Anybody that's still listening is a bad person as well. So yeah, <laughs> we'd like to thank the few remaining uh, listeners for sticking around. Because yeah. really, th- this is not great podcasting in any way. Uh, speaking of uh, that, I read an article today, Spencer, about something like 49% in a poll of Republican men will not get the vaccination. Sure. That's nearly half of the, the voting men that identify as Republicans, and they're not going to do it. How does that make you feel? <laughs> it makes me feel like I need another little sip of my waddle I do. Yeah, I feel like, you know, they should, they should, the, the way they're doing like the eligibility tiers to see uh, who gets the vaccine, mm-hmm. like they really should take into account the fact that so many people are like, no, I'm not taking it. You know, like we probably could be at least two or three tiers past where we are now if you account for the fact that, you know, maybe 50 plus percent of 65 plus year old people are just not going to take it because they're yeah. conservatives. Yes. If if every asshole uncle in, in America uh, doesn't want the vaccines, let's give it to the people that could use it. Right. I know the whole thing. I just, I mean, look, I I do comedy shows and we travel around a bunch and we play theaters all over the country, uh, parts of the South and you know rural parts of the country, and if 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 they don't get their act together and just play ball and get the whole country healthy, then I, as an improviser, can't go back to work. So I take it personally. I, I, I'm not saying that I deserve a parade for my uh, for my struggles, but I'm just saying 
every time I hear that people won't do the right thing and are just going to continue to be willful assholes, yeah, mm-hmm. it just what we're really depriving the world of more than anything, Spencer, is uh, my delicious brand of improvised dick joke, uh, <laughs> and I think that's one of the great healers. And, and until that happens, we're all going to suffer. That happens, a podcast. Uh, if you had a parade um, thanking you for doing the right thing, what what would you want in such a parade? A parade for me? Yeah, for you doing the right thing. Because you said you didn't want a parade, but if it happened, if it came together. I'd want a giant float where I'm sitting atop Colin Mockery's bald head mm-hmm. and uh, and just licking it. Because I've, I think I've licked Colin Mockery's head more than I've licked most of the women I've dated. And uh, wow. I'm not saying that as a, as a, like, I'm not, you know. And you eat a ton of pussy. Oh, dude, I eat it. I, I'm eating taco with both hands, Spencer. <laughs> so that's really saying something. Yes. I I'm picturing my... you naked on this flow. Is that well, normal? Is that I, what you're oh, picturing? Oh, I thought you meant just, just in, in general. <laughs> that too, but. <laughs> I'm not picturing you naked. I'm picturing you in some sort of exotic, uh, like, kind of, not thong, but something like kind of like, like, like kind of somewhere between thong and lifeguard speedo kind of thing. Like somewhere it, right, right in the middle distance between those two. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm picturing. I, could, I love that. Um, Kevin, man, I'm, I'm drunk. Kevin, I'm, I'm picturing drunk, absolutely guys. nude and just oiled up like a, like a, like a Virginia ham. You ever get oiled up, thank Kevin? <laughs> not for a while, but yeah, thank you. <laughs> Squeeze into some tight spaces, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, uh, I, I, I should know the answer to this. And if it's too personal, then tell me to fuck off. But uh, what's your uh, marital slash dating status right now? You, you, you live with your gal, right? Yes. 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 And, and how long y'all been together? About a year now. A year. Nice. Yeah. And she she never got COVID. You got it, but she was she was alive. She didn't She get got it. it too, but recovered way quicker than I did. Damn. It was an inside job. Yes. We both teasingly blamed each other for it. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. I was having lunch with my brother today, and I was telling him what we've talked about before, where I think uh, Laura, my ex, had it when we were in Rome together, and I think I probably was exposed to it. I also think I gave it to my brother, his wife, and my niece, and oh, they were God. sick for a few days, but never got full-on, like, let's go to the hospital, COVID. But I think that... Uh, probably because they got it from you. And then I heard from a doctor, I went to my dentist, and uh, she was saying that apparently in Rome, because Rome was a, a huge hotspot, that there was some international convention, and there was loads of people from all over the world, including China, Ugh. and that w- there's a, a theory going around. I don't know if this is true. Um, uh, you can go on my QAnon uh, website to find out more <laughs> on this. Uh that maybe a bunch of people were exposed to a Chinese virus and then all went home. And that, 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 that's, right. that was one of the first kicking off points of this thing. Again, not based on any facts. Don't listen to a thing I say. Uh, ooh, booze. Are you so are you are either of you guys? Well, I guess, Kevin, you were you were saying that you already got it. So you don't necessarily need the vaccine anytime soon. But Jeff, are you planning on skipping the line and trying to get the vaccine early? I've signed up for things where, like they say if you want to we if we have throwaways right. and you are available and you can be here in 15 minutes uh, come do it. I don't expect that to happen because I don't lie about my health and my occupation. I don't qualify for any priority uh, you know 
first in line status. So I'm totally comfortable waiting my turn. I, uh, but I'm also totally comfortable if if they, if they say, "Hey, can you be here uh, in 20 minutes and 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 get it?" I'll I'll totally do it. Yeah, I tried to join a vaccine hunters group, but it seems like the vaccine hunters are just about going into marginalized communities communities and stealing their vaccines. So it doesn't seem like it's on the up and up. It seems like they're like, we don't want to break the rules. We just want to obey the rules that let us rob blindly marginalized communities. So well, I've, no, actually, just, uh, I've actually just yeah. I, I've just gotten involved with a, uh, a very uh, far right organization called vaccine hunters where we go out with our ar-15s and we actually kill the vaccine we if we see vaccines we shoot it we're literal vaccine hunters (laughs) big game vaccine hunters yeah it's it's the deadliest prey (laughs) right but right above because because if you if you kill the vaccine a lot of people die so it's literally the deadliest prey (laughs) damn the vaccine's gonna go extinct what fucking stupid shit fucking old white dudes that have guns and think that it's so cool to hate wearing a mask and it's so awesome to not want a vaccine like they're like like is that really how what your definition of being a macho man is what a <laughs> bunch of jackasses i'm sure i'm gonna get killed by one of you for saying this because you know spencer i i, I did some uh some analytics on our listeners and we have a huge we have a huge Q following. <laughs> right, of course. Yeah. Everybody Sorry, guys. these days. Yeah. And by guys I mean mostly guys. There's a couple couple ladies out there, but you know who I'm talking to. Yeah, but um I don't know. I don't buy it. I had I've been in a bad mood about junk. it. I, I yeah. get, you're already fucked up. It's already happened. Oh, no. I, I was fucked up like five minutes ago. Oh, I remember what I was going to say is that, you know, <laughs> if you're one of these people who can't handle a, a mask and like you don't you don't want to be like forced to wear a mask, that makes you a snowflake. Like you're not more special than the rest of the world. And if you think you're somehow special enough not to wear a uh, a mask, that's that's a snowflake. Yeah. You need a you need a safe space where no one's going to force you to wear a mask, you know? Yeah. But they're Um, not consistent, obviously. Who who is more snowflakey than people that uh, feel bullied by every fucking thing that happens to them? That the world is out to get them. (laughs) Um, It's like, like, like everybody, the Mexicans are going to steal my job that I would never do anyway because I don't don't work in that industry. I'm not going to go out and fucking clean strawberries. Uh, The idea that anybody's trying to fuck you over, steal your girlfriend, uh... Enlarge your your misshapen tiny corkscrew penis. Uh, (laughs) The Mexicans are trying to enlarge my penis. (laughs) They're coming across the border and enlarging my penis. Actually, I I misspoke. It's mostly the Salvadorans who are doing that. The Mexicans (laughs) are are, are involved in much more complicated stuff. The Salvadorans, there's a huge uh, epidemic of them trying to enlarge uh, (laughs) white Republican male penises just so everybody can calm the fuck down. But, you know. But they think they're so special. That's the thing. You you must think you're so special for you to be mm-hmm. being victimized in all these different dimensions by all these different yeah. groups, be it Dr. Seuss or, you know, trans people trying to play sports or whatever, you know, like it's it's you're not that special. Nobody cares about know, you. But, but also just the, the, the idea that anything that remotely sounds scientific has to be uh, evil like like, <laughs> right. like like it has to be a lie. Hey, hey, just because you don't know what words mean doesn't mean that things aren't true. Uh, as, as a friend of mine who grew up in rural Texas, in Anna, Texas, the middle of fucking nowhere, 
Um, he said people in his hometown weren't smart and wouldn't be. It was a willful <laughs> right. ignorance because it was a badge of fucking honor. It was a feather mm-hmm. in your dumb gimme hat, your your MAGA <laughs> hat. That 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 books are obviously for for perverts and you know and pedophiles and things. Pornographers. I don't know why. Um, why am I so angry? I, 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 I gotta say, it's this ma- major melon. Whis- Whiskey and major melons making me fucking feisty, everybody. <laughs> fucking, I'll see I think, you in the parking lot. I might like uh, I might like Trump supporters a bit more if they had feathers in their MAGA caps, like just like these big kind of like pimp hat feathers, you know. That could yeah, be pretty or, or classy. To, if you really think that you're a patriot, fucking break it, break out the tricorn. Give me an <laughs> old school Paul Revere tricorn with a giant ostrich feather in it. Then yeah, we're man. fucking talking patriotism. Such obvious lapses of. Of branding, so just fuck patriotism. It's so stupid. I mean, I know that Dan and I and you have ranted about this a thousand times, but just what a dumb hill to fucking die on. Like flag waving, stupid. stupid. You know what I love? Land. I love this specific one piece of land, and that other land that's basically the same fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. It could get the yeah, hell mean, out. It's like this land. You, you what's mean up? that? You mean that land that that's that's a, a little bit east or west or north or south of you? Yeah, fuck, <laughs> fuck that land. No, this one's good because I am here currently. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have I guess every it's right like to be patriotic. Race. I have every right to feel patriotic because I do live in a great country, and I also live in California, and I live even more importantly in Southern California, which is bloody paradise. It's fantastic. Right. There's talk. Ta- there's burritos and tacos and and uh, sexy people, and uh, uh, it's laid back. You, you can go ski. You can go surf. You can do what you want. You can go do drugs out in the desert and pretend you're Graham Parsons and do heroin and die of an overdose with a prostitute. You can do whatever you like. It's a land of promise. And yet, I don't think that I'm better than people that live in San Francisco. That's stupid. So true, bestie. I know. However, I will say uh, I'm better than people who live in San Francisco. They could get fucked. I guess that's my patriotism. <laughs> okay. All right. Line's drawn. <laughs> see, you see what happens. Fuck you give fucking Spencer... You give Spencer some sugar, some caffeine, and some wild turkey 101, he's going to come at you, San Francisco. If I could and go now it, and be somewhere. It would um, be. If I could, if, if, I, I would just go, I would, in a properly functioning world, I would be sitting at Vesuvio next to City Lights Books on Columbus mm. in, in, uh, in, in uh, North Beach, San Francisco, and be drinking and reading until... Uh, Golden Boy Pizza opened up and I would go over there and have some of their fantastic focaccia bread pizza and then just continue the drinking and reading for the rest of the day and uh, pretend that I knew Ferlinghetti, which I didn't do. But you can't go anywhere. I, I again, hate patriotism. It's stupid. And when the, when, when the things all open back up and we can go travel again, like I, I miss travel so much, like I'll go to places I don't like. I'll go to fucking San Antonio. Yeah, you heard me, San Antonio. Slam. <laughs> Fucking dumb. Uh, no, San Antonio's okay. It's not the worst. Dallas may fuck right off. Yeah, uh, Fort Dallas, Worth, fuck that. But, well, there's that um, one cool it, area with the arts. There's an arts district kind of thing that's kind of fun, but otherwise, no. All right. There was quit that one quit girl undercutting that yourself. The, she's right. not all that. I saw her. <laughs> Just now, If I could snap my fingers... Might- Oh no! The, the girl I'm oh. thinking of, Spencer, is someone that you've met. You you know her from uh, from South by Southwest, and we hung out at the Yellow Jacket Social Club. In Austin, right? Texas. Yeah, I, I won't dox her, but I yeah, I think I know who you're thinking of. <laughs> if I could snap my fingers, I would be driving. I'd just be out driving right now. <laughs> that would be so good. 
But you do that anyway, don't you? I, I thought you went on little voluntary vehicular vehicular excursions just to just to be driving. Yeah, but not drunk. Oh right. Oh, you're too fucked up, is what you're saying. I'm saying like that could be it could be a lot more fun when you're drunk, you know. Spencer, because maybe this podcast got off in a very, I would say not the best podcast footing of just people pouring cocktails, and uh, I don't know that that was the best way to start a show. Mm-hmm. I think, and again, you have every right to say no because you have agency, okay. and I don't want to bully you. Okay. I say you dig in real hard on that Earthshine. And get as drunk as you're comfortable with, and then we play some D and D. But I, I want to see some fucking renegade, uh, you know, point oh eight alcohol, blood alcohol level, uh, <laughs> Spencer Crittenden uh, dungeon mastering. I think I'm already on the edge. I could take another like shot or so. I feel like I took about a shot of the moonshine. Right. I could do like another one of those, but I don't. I don't know if I could do more than that. But do you I'll think do there's it. a blood alcohol level that you, that you should not be allowed to like just as a I don't, I don't know if there is a dungeon master guild, but do you think there is a blood alcohol level that you really it's it, it's irresponsible to have to I be really DMing think, when you? I think any substantial amount of alcohol is pretty bad for DMing. I think like you can probably stand to be relatively high, but I think alcohol really fucks up DMing. It fucks up. I don't know. I've played in a lot of D and D groups where people would smoke or drink or or both, and then it was always when the alcohol start busting out got getting busted out that it really started being a mess and it was always a bummer to play when players were drunk or when dms were drunk you know yeah i mean when we were doing harmontown dan and i would usually be pre-gaming at the drawing room drinking and then have one or two in the green room at meltdown and then also be drinking during the show but at some point uh i stopped drinking or i mean i I stopped being drunk during the show because it, it, it was it, it was irresponsible of us to make you have to repeat and completely remind us what we had done a week ago because I had no recollection of what was going on. And, yeah. Uh, oh, so. God. Oh, did you? Oh, you just chased uh, it with another the fucking ma- major melon. <laughs> so if okay. if you oh. saw at the beginning of the show, this is like it's gone down close to an inch, maybe maybe oh. three quarters of an inch. So and I feel like no that's joke, a lot. Man. That, yeah, that, that might be more high octane than the Turkey 101 here. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm a big guy, okay. but I'm also a lightweight. Okay, uh, Kevin, how how real time would a response be from if I asked a question to you looking at people's responses on on the forum? It's about a minute. Okay. Oh, Kevin, I'm ask the question in the Discord. Like, type it into the yeah. Discord; it'll okay. get a faster response. Okay. Question. Here's my question. What I have is Fernet Branca. In one of Jane's glasses, and I have Major Melon. What I'm wondering is, should I shoot a shot of Fernet Branca and chase it with Major Melon, or should I roll the bones and see what happens if you mix them together? And what what does Major Melon and Fernet Branca taste like? Ugh. I'm pretty sure. You know, <laughs> I don't like. I that. actually have that both sounds horrible right here too. Okay, well, so how about this, Kevin? We can we can do this together. Well, okay, you, you pick. Do you, do you want to do a do you want to do a half and half mix, or do you want to do the shot and then chase? And I'll, I'll do, do the, the mix. Other. You do you, you do the chaser. I like the sound. I can't of that. handle. I can't handle for no full strength. I don't. Oy. Okay. Oh, so, okay. what have we done? What, do? what are we doing? What have we done? Oh boy, <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna be so bad for Kelly's show later. 
right. That's oh, right. We have another show after this. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> this is... Even worse, I'm I'm supposed to go over to Robbie Falk's house and have pizza. At, 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 uh, he and Donna are making pizza, and I have been spending all day trying to learn a song. Normally, I'm pretty a quick I'm a quick learner on songs. I've been trying to learn and play on guitar "Kiss from a Rose" by Seal. Wow! Uh, did you know the booby no the floppy flap? I, I I fucking can't. It's it's just a song. It will not stick. Ba ba da ba da ba da 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 da. Sorry, I thought that would be good for the show. Can I invite you over for the pizza party so you can fucking just fill in for me? Because you certainly know the you know the melody better than I do. <laughs> I think you and I have the same sort of grasp on the on the lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Kevin, what you've done a halfzy, a half fernet, half major oh. melon shot. Uh, it smells it looks like terrible, blood. To be honest with you. It, it, it looks fucking nasty. Go uh, it, lay it on us. We want a full right. book report. Okay, he's taking the whole thing as a one. Uh, oh, that is, mm, it's. Got the fruity Jolly Rancher flavor of the Major is Melon, enjoying but it? with that like pine salt flavor of that. I don't know. Wow! You, but you're Good not, or bad? It's not you, bad. You, you're smiling. Oh my god! It's not bad. Jeff, you have to I, try I'm it. Drink it again. Okay, well, I, I'm gonna try it the other way. I'm gonna go uh, shot of Fernet, chaser of the oh. of the Major Melon. Ugh. That drink that Kevin was holding up looks as bad as I okay. feel. That works. I can I can I can recommend that. That ain't bad at all. Oh man, I'm not Major a big Melon. fan of high, high of high fructose corn syrup drinks. So I will never buy more of this because I, I think it, it'll kill you. But if you really do want to wash out the sadness of a of a shot of Fernet, you could do worse than Major Melon. Not bad at all. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, we're yeah. all gonna get drunk. I love it. This I might go blind. I've had in a year, easily. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I can already tell you. Like Kevin's a little turnt right now. <laughs> He's got a little sloppy. It's a little sloppy. <laughs> when I was a when I was a senior in high school, my friend Jim Barcher was the ASB president, the student body president of our school, uh, Lucerna High School in Whittier, California, and where Tom Waits went to school, as I found out later on. Uh, and we would find all sorts of reasons to be able to bail off campus and not get caught because uh, he was a, the president and I was just a, you know, a burglar. And we would go to his parents' house, who I think his dad was a dentist and his mom was a pharmacist or vice versa. They, they were on the wealthy side of town. I was on the poor, below the track side of town. But we would go to Jim's house. Like at fourth period, when we we could sneak out of like acting, not only in our you know theater class or whatever, and because nobody cared, and we would drink <laughs> Jim Beam, Jim Beam straight, and chase it with passion fruit and orange Tropicana Twister juice. Fantastic! That reminds me of high school. Fernet chased by Major Melon reminds me of being oh that's really strong booze, and then that's overly sweet. And it kind of softens the deal. 
just another one of the great victories that Major Mellon has brought into our lives. It's just truly a blessing, I would say. A blessing brought to us by the good company Mountain Dew. Uh, Major Mellon just stormed the beaches of my taste buds (laughs) and liberated uh, my sobriety. I don't know. We'll work on that. It's V-Day, and the victory is for flavor. Okay, speaking of victory... Last time we played D&D, Spencer, I believe I pretty successfully kicked the shit out of 30 mini little monsters, little monster people. No? Sure. Siri, go away. Siri. Fuck no, out of Siri here. thought Siri. I was talking to her. Siri's fuck off. Um, so the guy's name was Chest Compression? Chester Compression. Chester Compression. Good name. And, great, great job, Spencer. And he, and if I recall, he ripped open his chest and screeched, and 30 mini versions of him came out, and I started kicking a bunch of ass, and then he fell off, or did, did he dive off or fall off back over the cliff into the ocean, or the sea? Uh, the big copper blasted a coin at him, and it knocked him off. Right. Big copper. Um, I think because we have to do Callie's show not too long from now. Why don't we just dive in, Spencer, now that you're good and lubricated? On our okay. good friends, Wild Turkey and Major Melon, and the Waddle I Do. Um, are, are you down to play a little d and I, I, I want you just to fucking be renegade. I don't, I don't even care, Spencer, if you just get angry drunk and kill my character off in a, in a, in a rage. All right. Well, um, should we do the music, the recap music then? Kevin, you got that? Yep. Kevin, you okay? Oh, there. <laughs> Last time on That Happens... Have you ever realized that um, that happens is T-H and Harmontown is H-T and it's like backwards? It's just kind of interesting. Our heroes, our hero was on the road to the ghost house, the spooky, spooktacular haunted house at the behest of hush money. They were headed there. He was headed there to collect taxes, back taxes from the ghosts who dwelled within, but he wasn't going it alone. He had his compatriot, a random stranger at the bar by the name of the Big Copper, helping him. The road was long and full of perils, and one of those perils was a man by the name of Chester Compression. He was acting like somewhat of a crazy person, a crazy man standing too close to a pile of dog shit, and he was looking to eat the meat off of the back of Fuzzy Knuckles de Quevedo. And so then he attacked by ripping himself open and launching several tiny versions of himself, and the swarm overtook our heroes, and combat ensued, slicing, dicing, and a third thing, all until they won. And then after having won, they were like, oh man, we took some damage and also we're level one, so this is a very dangerous position to be in. Now. Okay, so now... well done, Spencer. So, so we. Thank, thank I, I, I know that I took uh, minus four damage. Did did our rest uh, heal me up, or am I back to full strength or no? We haven't actually done that. So we're gonna. Do you have your dice? Um, we're gonna I roll do. roll now. So your hit dice is D eight. So you can roll one D eight, and you'll gain that plus your Constitution score. And I got your character sheet right here. What's your Constitution? Okay, where's my D eight? three. I'm, I'm looking for my D eight. I see a D8. The D8 looks like two pyramids stuck together. There we go. 
Okay, so I roll a d8? Yep, roll it up. Oh, fuck. One. Okay, but but you you get to add your constitution bonus, which is three, so you get plus four, which, if I recall, is how much damage you took. So you should Correct. be back to full. I'm back to full strength, motherfucker. <laughs> so um, you, you and the big copper spend about one hour... <laughs> Just, like a- just uh, standing in the spot where you once were, just willing your wounds to close. So we're just hanging out in a, in a series of bushes where, where there's a bunch of potentially lethal dog shit that turns people crazy. Yeah, the big copper's like, hey, baby, what do you do for fun? <laughs> I was, oh, you know, I, 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 like to, uh, I like to sing a sea shanty. I like to... Uh, I like to... Uh, uh, I like um, the ladies. Hell yeah. I don't copulate or fornicate or replicate. Well, yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you're mostly machine. I, I don't know if that's an insensitive thing to say to you. I don't want to, you know, d- diminish Don't worry, you, but- baby. You know what I like. <laughs> and that's being referred to as a machine. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Um, do you like... You don't have any uh, impulses to like ever fiddle around with other machines or you know people of other races or classes or like do you, do you, there's no sexual drive at all in, in your machinery. No, but I am a bit of a tinkerer, and I've thought about tinkering with my own brain. See if I can install some horniness. Uh, well, we got an hour to kill before we heal. Why, why don't we, let's 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 try it out. He grabs you by the shoulders and he says, "Don't make light of my wa- my life's work. This okay, is okay, going to okay, take okay. a long time." Okay, sorry, I'm very sorry about that. But look, sorry, I'm a bit drunk. <laughs> look, it's okay. We had a lot of beer back at O'Hulahan's pub, and uh, it, or what was it salt salt beer? Salt beer, baby. Salt Weird beer. to think beer affects me. Yeah, I mean, if if beer can affect you, how much of a machine are you actually? I mean. These are the questions I stay up awake at night because I do not sleep pondering. Uh, I pull out a little bindle of cocaine that I have in my satchel and I, I offer it to to Big Copper <laughs> just to see if it has any effect on him. Just trying to learn what the kind of what the what the rules are with you know with, with a Big Copper. He uh, he dips his pinky in it and tastes it and is like, I don't have taste buds. <laughs> And then um, he's like, oh, wait, I don't have a nose. Oh. So there you go. Yeah, but that was, I, I say to Big Copper, I said, that's kind of weird, though, that you knew that the way to do it was to dip your pinky in it like you were a Miami Vice style cop. <laughs> like, like, like you seem like that wasn't the first time you've been exposed to this. I'm a student of the world, baby. Okay. okay. You know what, Big Copper, the more I hang out with you, I've only known you for maybe 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about thereabouts. Give or take. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what. I like your style. I like the cut of your jib. And that's a sailing reference because I love the sails. I love nautical references. Um, what, do you say, what do you say me and you kind of keep trucking? I know we so, maybe maybe a little walk and some fresh air will get us to the haunted house. and Maybe we'll be a little less drunk when we get there. That sounds good to me, baby. So uh, you you head you head on down towards towards the house a, a nice leisurely stroll, so you can continue to will your wounds closed, and uh, 
you eventually get to the house. Um, the decrepit house sits on the highest ground in the area. Around it, a stone wall has crumbled in many places, exposing the interior grounds. An ornate metal gate lies open at the end of the road, swaying slightly in the wind. Wild flora grows throughout the inner yard, but all the years cannot hide the evidence of a well-tended garden that once sat here. Near the house, the rotted wooden roof of a water well rises out of the tall grass. So, you know, kind of wild, unkempt grass, um, crumbling wall, big house. Seems like there's a garden. There's a well. Um, I, 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 I walk through the gate. Um... You do that. You're inside the gate. You can see the garden is off to the kind of, kind of to the side. Um, like I said, there's the well. There's there's a bunch of overgrown grass. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, the big copper is like, I would estimate that house is about 30 feet tall. Maybe 35. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that does anything for you. I, just, I, I, I mean... I, that's good to know. I, 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 do you, are you pretty gifted when it comes to estimating heights of houses? No, not at all. That could be way off. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. We both had a few. Okay. Well, I, I, I go look at this well. This, this well seems kind of fascinating to me. I, I go peer into the well. Callie just came and is invading the podcast, which is honestly very disrespectful. I think they know you're gonna. They're gonna do this show. I would never enter Callie's room without permission. Although I'm a male, so like there's different connotations there. I suppose. Yeah. Kevin, Hi, you son of a bitch. Are you? Actually- <laughs> what? What did I do? She said that you told him to enter my room. Her. She's a girl. <laughs> Callie's a girl. I, I claim innocence there completely. Okay. Oh. Um, so so I, I go up to the well, Spencer. I would never do that to her. And I have grounds to. I've been wronged. I'm the wronged part. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see the well. Uh, it's about six feet tall. No, that's the wall. Okay. Um, uh, uh, roll, roll a perception check. What do I add to it? Kevin, did you tell her to come into my room? I did uh, not. No. I absolutely So not. she's a liar on top of all these other sins. Eight, Spencer. What? eight um okay so it just you you can see a bunch of tall grass it looks some of it looks a bit bent um you can see that the well shaft descends 20 feet um you you can see some some sparkling like it's water down at the bottom there of course it is it's a well um yeah but you can't you can't really see very much because it's so dark um i i yell hello down into the well uh, it echoes back up at you. There's no one in the well, which makes sense because this house has been abandoned long ago. Okay. I look at Big Copper and go, this looks like just a regular old well. I don't know why I was freaking out about it. I just, you know, you, ne- you never know with these haunted houses. Um, yeah, it might be full of ghosts. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, speaking of full of ghosts, let's walk towards that house. All right, baby. Uh, you walk to it. There's a door. The door is closed. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it still seems in pretty good condition. It's like scratched and worn, but it still functions. I knock on the door. Knock, knock. You hear nothing. I try the handle and see if I can open it. 
Oh, yeah. It's not locked, baby. <laughs> you open the door. The front door opens onto a musty, dirty entrance hall. To your left, a corridor leads into the west wing of the house. The walls are bare and bits of smashed furniture lie upon the floor. Ahead of you, another corridor leads towards the rear of the house. A staircase on the eastern wall climbs to the next story, reaching it at a balcony that overlooks the entrance hall along its north and west sides. The stairs appear safe to climb, though the balcony rail is broken in several places. Underneath the the stairs at the north end of the hall, a third corridor goes east. So, um... Yeah, there's kind of an entry area with with stairs that go up and you see like an obvious exit to the east, to the west and to the north. The east exit goes under the stairs and under the balcony. I uh I go up the stairs. Who, baby? <laughs> You're up the I stairs. Feel like, I feel like if ghosts you know kind of known for being scary if they're going to really be scary, they're going to be up the stairs. I'll be just be fucking around in the kitchen and the maid's quarters downstairs when they're like the, the real ghost action is going to be up top. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So also, you, also mm-hmm. uh, Spencer, as a sailor, um, when you want to find out uh, which way the wind's blowing, you know, what, what the weather is, you want to get up as high in the rigging as you can. You want to get up to the top. That's usually, that's usually where you know. So I get up there. Oh, and I forgot. Or, or I just remembered, I have an uh, inspiration point from last time that I'm keeping in my pocket. Yeah, that's good. Do you remember that? Yeah, no, I remember. I did it. I'm the one who did okay. it. Uh, you go up the stairs. You can see there's some kind of broken patches in in the the on the railing and the floor. Um, kind of when you go up the stairs, the wall direct. There's a wall just directly ahead of you, and the kind of balcony goes to the left, and then to the right. There's uh, there's like uh three doors on the right so like it's a hallway that opens into three doors um and then that's to the right to the left is the balcony you can see it kind of goes in a fork um where you could go ahead or you could go right so if you turn left you can go right or straight and if you turn right you can go uh to three rooms on the right i go to the right and i uh i listen at the first door listening at the first door you hear what you can hear um, you don't hear anything. I try the door and see if, it, if I can open it. Oh, it's open, baby. This bedroom has no furniture, but it does have rubbish everywhere. And there's webs on the wall and the ceiling. Uh, from the doorway, you can see a glint of light in the fireplace. Ooh, it's glinting. I go investigate that glinting light. That seems weird in, a, in an abandoned room to, for there to be anything glinting at all. Oh, it's weird. Also... Uh, the big bopper is there. I mean, the big bopper, different person. Um, he big bopper uh, died. Big bopper died in a plane crash. <laughs> big copper is is di- doomed to die in an airship crash in the future. Oh dear! Spoilers. Yeah, but don't don't worry. I mean, I don't know why we wouldn't worry, but okay. Well, so I, worry. I'm certainly, I'm certainly not going to get in an, in an airship with a big copper at any point. Yeah, that's probably good. It's a good thing your name's not like Huddy Bolly. Um, that's like a D and D version of Buddy Holly or Vichy Rallins <laughs> or Vichy France. <laughs> True. Or Fritchy Vance. I don't know. Um, okay. So, so, uh, what happens is out of the web skitter, a mass of spiders. Oh boy. Oh, these spiders, you're not loving it. It's gross. 
they're gonna attack you. So I guess we're rolling initiative. Are these just regular spiders, or are they like like monstrous spiders? They're regular size sponsor spiders, but the monster or the monstrous aspect is in their swarming. They're a monstrous size swarm. Okay. It's not just like you know, smash a couple spiders. This is fucked up. It's like oh, gotcha. sh- holy shit. And, and they're attacking. Yep, that's why we're rolling initiative. Thirteen. All right, you go first. Uh, well, first I jump out of the way with my cat-like reflexes, and I say to Big Copper, "Do you have any more of that poison left on you?" And like poison these motherfuckers. Okay, baby. <laughs> Are you gonna attack or just let me do it? I'm going to pass my initiative off onto you, and I'm using my turn to kind of jump out of the way and, um, you know, in, in that move, I'm basically passing off my initiative. And I, but I, I do take out my uh, my rapier so in case I need to start smashing and you know kicking butt. You can hold your action until after he goes if you want. Um, but yeah, okay. Okay. So well, I mean, it, it was, was I in danger of being attacked in, the, in that thing, or can I use my? Um, feline agility to move and run out of the way and and not take any damage you can run away but it you know it we're okay so this is metagaming but we're in combat now so the monster's gonna try and kill you you know gotcha. unless you do something about it like you can oh. you can run out of the house i'm not running out of the house i'm, I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna stay there okay fuck it um are, they, are these spiders on the ground or are they where, where are they they're on the ground and walls yeah Okay, well, I'm 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 not a diminutive figure. I I just start uh, stomping. I just start like just running around like just just stomping Spencer versus Coyote style. Just start, start kicking ass. <laughs> oh man, roll an attack with advantage, which means you get to roll twice and pick the highest. I rolled three twice. <laughs> <laughs> Is that including? What, yeah, it's still not adding? enough though. I think you adding? had four or five, um, but it's not what? enough. No, I, I rolled two pieces of garbage. <laughs> oh man, these these uh, spiders are nimble and, and spidery, and they're they're dodging your your well placed stomps. It's crazy to behold. Oh, um, yeah. So then, Big Copper's going to leap into action. Um, he sprays he sprays right at your feet with this poison, and ooh, baby, it hits. <laughs> it uh, they get gassed. That's maybe not a cool thing to say. Um, it does 11 poison damage to the swarm. You just see nice. about half of the swarm die off. Fantastic. Um, um, now it's their turn. They're going to attack you. What's your armor class? 15. All right. They're biting at your clothes, but your clothes are not your flesh. And it does nothing. Thank it's God your turn that. again. Yeah. Okay. Um, Look, I'm freaked out. I tried to stomp them. They dashed out of the way. And I really, like, I don't think that I have the weaponry to really, like, a rapier is not the right weapon for a spider swarm. That's true. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I mean, technically, yeah, no, that's just true. That's true. Okay. I, uh, shit. I know it sounds dumb. I'm going to go for the stomp attack. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm going to start it. stomping because I, I feel that that might be the most effective way to use my moves is just to stomp these motherfuckers. Yeah. So roll another advantage attack. And what do I add to this? 
Um, I think five, but just give me the regular number and I'll, I'll, I'll find out what to add. 17. Oh, add six. Yeah. So that, that'll hit for sure. Yes, it fucking does. All right. And then roll 2d4. 2d4. Where's my d4? And then I'm going to cut it in half because they have damage resistance to bludgeoning. Four. Four. That's for 2d4. Okay. So it does two damage. Um, again, these guys are nimble. You're, you're taking out spiders. You're stomping spiders, but there's this is a swarm, Jeff. We're half of yeah. a swarm at this point. I don't expect to kill every spider every time, Spencer. I, yeah. I think that would be, you know, that would be overambitious. It would be honestly audacious and uh, ostentatious and arrogant. Oh, baby. The the big bopper. Big copper. <laughs> I'm drunk. Shut up. Everybody shut up. You know what? Everybody who's watching this, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> We're going to finish gonna, this out without an audience. <laughs> I'm going to call the big coppers and have them sent over to your place and have you arrested. <laughs> All right. He sprays more poison, but this does markedly less uh, damage. Um, so then the spiders are going to go again. They're going to bite at you and they miss again. They're going to bite at the big copper and they miss again. <laughs> um, yeah. So now it's your dragon. <laughs> So basically, we're all we're all we're all doing a bad job. How, how many a, spiders do you? And, and, and because Callie's show starts soon, we're going to have to end this pretty pretty soon. But I I, I want to finish off these motherfucking spiders. Yeah, um, I think we could probably finish them. Um. So how how many spiders and, and what like in what proximity are they? Like like are they all together? Are they on me? Are they near me? Like where, where, where are, are they? Some of them are exactly? on you. Some of them are on the floor. The vast majority of them are kind of on the on the walls and the and the webs. Um, I take an oil flask out. There you go. Throw it at the wall and then take my tinder box out and light the oil on fire. Where the most uh, collection of spiders are are, are chilling out. Or, or doing whatever spiders do. Okay, um, roll 2d6. What is my six? That's a total of seven. All right. Oh, boy. They burn up. The webs catch fire. The webs burn up. They catch fire very fast. It's the kind of fire that catches so fast it puts itself out at, like, you know, like if, when your hair burns, you know, but it's just burning up these spiders. Um, and the, the swarm has been dispatched. And um, the big copper gives you a thumbs up and he says, Hello there, baby. <laughs> Cliffhanger! <laughs> we did it. Okay, so we beat up a bunch of spiders. Uh, I, th- that was exciting. Spencer's drunk. I'm, I'm pretty loose. Kevin is just absolutely pissed as a polywog right now. He's oh, he's almost finished his it, drink. This is as drunk oh, as boy. I've been in ages. Yes. Hell yeah. All and right. so I'm gonna I'm gonna pull an audible here and say, don't stay tuned for Callie's show. Don't watch it. <laughs> yes. Do something uh, else. Watch Harmon uh, Quest. I, I, I guess we're going to see you in a second. Uh, Spencer, uh, uh, sorry, Kevin, are we signing off and, and opening up a new thing for the for the Cali show? Yeah, yes, we, we are. are. We got half an hour. So coming up next on Shrub TV, if you're watching this live, is the best of Channel 101. That's going to be for about half an hour. And then shortly after that, we're going to start the Cali Kazoo show where both of you are her guests. Yeah, Cali's going to be on at about 4.30. Or maybe I won't. Maybe I'll just leave. Maybe I'll go driving. Don't do that. Hey, everybody, thank you so much for, for coming to That Happens. I can say one thing for certain. Something happens. And you know what it was, Spencer? That? 
It was. Oh. All right. We'll see you soon. Uh, and also, uh, we'll catch you on That Happens Pod and uh, Instagrams and tw- tweeters and all that shit. Bye-bye. Go with God. Ha, ha, ha.